849 on the morning news. Masks are safe and don't limit breathing. That's according to our next guest. He joins us now to offer five ways to help people of all ages get used to wearing one. We're joined by respirologist with the U of A's Faculty of Medicine and Dentistry, Christopher Ewing. Good morning, Christopher. Good morning. Thank you for having me on. Thank you for being here because I know that, uh, you know, I've seen it on social media quite a bit. You might talk to family and friends who say, I have a hard time breathing. Does wearing a mask uh, impede your breathing in any way? Yeah, I've seen that same thing, especially on social media. So I started out by making a Twitter thread about exploring some of the ways that people may actually have some difficulty breathing while wearing a mask. But it might be in a bit different way than people expect in that it doesn't affect oxygen or carbon dioxide transfer or physically impair airflow in any significant way. But it can lead to what's called dysfunctional breathing patterns, which can make people feel short of breath or feel like they're having a difficult time breathing. Thankfully, there's some solutions that can help these people feel better. Okay, so let's get to the solutions in just a sec, but let's just go back and revisit that for one second. So there is no rebreathing of carbon dioxide when you're wearing a mask? No, I've heard that, I heard that claim a lot. So the masks are not able to filter carbon dioxide or oxygen, otherwise you wouldn't be able to breathe through them at all. Um, and even if, it did, even if it did cause a bit of trapping of carbon dioxide behind the mask, a single breath from a normal adult person is much, much, much larger than any amount of air trapped behind the mask. So there's no significant amount of carbon dioxide being rebreathed. It doesn't change your carbon dioxide level. And even if it did, thankfully the brain and the body is smart enough that you would simply increase your breathing rate or increase your breathing depth to blow off that extra carbon dioxide. Excellent. You've got some tips to make it easier for those people who are having trouble. Let's start with something called box breathing. Yeah, so um, wearing a mask can be a difficult sensation to get used to. It can feel hot and itchy and scratchy. And especially for people who wear glasses, that hot air can get blown up into your eyes and fog up your glasses or can make your eyes irritated from that extra, extra hot air being blown up the, the top part of the mask. Um, so people's breathing patterns can change subconsciously as a result. Some people may end up breathing faster um, and hyperventilate, and that can lead to symptoms of dizziness or lightheadedness. Other people might actually breathe more shallowly or more slowly, and that can lead to hypoventilation, and that can make people feel short of breath because their body's trying to tell them to breathe more. And one of the other things that I've seen happen, even to myself sometimes when I'm talking to a patient and wearing a mask, I find that when I breathe out, it irritates my eyes or fogs up my glasses, so I stop breathing out too soon. And that leads to air continually getting um, trapped in the lungs. As you take a big breath in but a small breath out, eventually your lungs get so full that it feels hard or difficult to get any more air in. It's kind of like trying to blow air into an already full balloon. It's really uncomfortable and the lung is really stiff. So some breathing exercises like box breathing help us focus on the breathing out part of breathing, which is just as important as breathing in, and helps prevent that breath stacking, that hyperinflation. I know we don't have a ton of time, and I'd love to just chat with you about, because you've got so many great ideas here. One being don't be preoccupied with wearing the mask, because that could just, the more you think about it, the more it's going to bother you, right? But I wanted you to quickly touch on, Christopher, for us, how to get little kids, small kids used to wearing a mask. So there's a lot of desensitization strategies that um, medicine has used to help kids get used to um, chambers for asthma on the, on the face or CPAP masks for sleep apnea. So some of those strategies include um, starting small, so wearing them for short periods of time at home with distractions such as playing a video game or watching a YouTube video and building on those small successes with lots of positive reinforcement. So hugs, high fives, stickers afterwards, and slowly increasing in length of time. You can also work on the box breathing with children too, which helps focus on um, equal time for breathing in and out. So it's used a lot in yoga or mindfulness, taking two seconds to breathe in, 
holding that breath in for two seconds, taking a full two seconds to breathe out while relaxing your body completely, and then resting, completely relaxed for two seconds. Um, other things that you can use to help with kids getting used to breathing with the mask is what's called belly breathing, which focuses on using the diaphragm. So by putting a hand on the belly when you breathe, you should feel your hand move away from you when you breathe in, which means that you're using your diaphragm or your belly to breathe and towards you as you breathe out. Good stuff. We'll have to leave it there for now, but thank you so much for your time, Christopher. You're welcome. That is Christopher Ewing, a respirologist with the U of A's Faculty of Medicine and Dentistry.